Welcome back to the podcast. This is the Loud Mom Podcast. This is episode number one. Um, I'm Stephanie, and I have here with me. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, my name is uh, Fabe, also known as DJ Fabe. So it's a vibe right now. We're smoking hookah, sitting in my mom's living room, and just having some some talks about you know what's currently happening right now. We are based in the United States. We're actually in Philadelphia, and we are, you know, going to be discussing some things in regards to like what's happening politically, some crazy shit going down. Right now, Donald Trump is supposed to be sending out the, uh, the stimulus checks and stuff. Supposedly. And what's stopping... It's not Donald Trump that's holding, holding things up. It's Congress and the Senate. That's uh, delaying things. So, uh, me and me and Fabian were having a discussion about um, public public money and what does that mean, and how maybe Senate and Congress should not be sitting around going on vacations and stuff while the American people, you know, I just I just rolled past Fairmont Park this evening. And I just seen hundreds of tents lined up in the park. Like, what? What is that? So, Fabian had a position on what he thought about, uh, I guess, pandemic, pandemic money, public money. So, I think the... I think the first stimulus check was good. Kind of help everybody that's... Yeah. Because everything was closed down. Yeah. And, uh... Like, it was good to help out because, you know, everybody was in a tough pinch. And I like the fact that they... They ordered that, you know, nobody gets... Nobody gets caught up on their... Nobody gets backed up on their rent and their Mm -hmm. mortgage... Because people be out of work. Like, that's what was supposed to happen. Yeah. Um, I As I know, a couple of my friends mm-hmm. that rent, I know that they didn't get, their landlords didn't push the issue because they weren't working themselves. So, right. they have their own mortgage. So, right. they weren't. They weren't getting backed up, so they kind of let everybody slide. It's kind of weird how it's supposed to be that protection for people, but then we have people, like a, like a crazy amount of people who've lost their jobs, who are already living paycheck to paycheck, and now they're just camping out in front of the Rocky Steps. Yeah, it's... And, and it's a mix. Like, let's be real. It's a mix. It's a mix of people who are already living on the street. It's a mix of people, and, and then there's a mix of people who, you know, got caught up because... Somehow the government, somehow the government believes that they can shut down the economy, which is a whole nother fucking crazy thing anyway. My And just to get some context, I am a believer in small government. Like, I don't believe that government should be able to decide for everybody um, what they're going to do because then it becomes a monarchy. Yeah. And that's pretty much what we're facing right now is like living in... 2020 first century monarchy like so i 
I agree at first it was good to shut down everything for mm-hmm. two weeks. Yeah. Because it was, you know, coronavirus happened. Nobody, even to this day, nobody knows the full effects of it. Right. And even this whole, you know. What do you mean by the full effects? Like, so now we're getting some statistics are saying that some kids are not affected as much. And now if you have two or more uh, high risk, like uh, health conditions, Mm -hmm. then you're, you can, you know, die from coronavirus. Right. But other than that, it can, it passes through. Like, it feels like a flu. I mean, I can't necessarily say that it happened for me because I tested positive. Yeah. And then no symptoms. Yeah. And thank God because I'm, I'm a bad asthmatic. Right. But. Well, um, I know that. So, to, yeah. so let me cut you off. But no, no, you're good. To, um, to the degree to, cut, to shut the country down for two weeks, I think, even for a month was good but for an extended period of time it's been six months it's been a crazy six months it's been a half of a year and people have not and people have lost so much life money fortunately for me thank god right i'm still working yeah and you know i know people that are i know for a while that my mom was she wasn't working but no god was able to bless her she was able to sustain and but like you said you know a lot of people lost yeah and you know what a lot of people have lost faith in our government i mean there's a lot of loss there's loss of life loss of faith in our public leaders loss in face of like i mean just lost loss in faith in general trying to figure out like is our government being honest with us is you know the world health organization being honest with us and um, you know, when it comes down to if you're gonna shut the economy down for six months and send one twelve hundred dollar check, like that's like morally, ethically wrong, and it's cruel. It's unusual. It is a punishment to the poor. Um, it's just a, it's a crazy thing. Uh, what's his name? Jeff Bezos. Uh, Amazon uh, owner. Bro, he he caked off of this pandemic. Like caked off of it. I mean, but a lot of people, a lot of people are working still, and he was actually able to employ a lot yeah. more people. So it's like a, <clears throat> it's like, you when you look at it, it's like, oh man, he's gained so much, but then it's like, well, people are working, but at the same time, I, I like what you said earlier. What? Uh, you believe in small government, and I do too. You know, when I read the Constitution, it says. We the people, right. not we the government. Right. So and the people are the government. Like you and I, we are government. We pay into this. We pay taxes. And right. So we pay into this quote unquote American dream. So you know, I think that because then if you follow, like, if you look at the branches and how things should be, you know, our mayor of our city, our governor of our state should have been like, all right, well. A month is done. Let's take safety precautions and 
Let's just. I mean, they had this uh, yellow phase. What it was the red phase, yellow phase, green phase, the, or yeah. whatever. Now Philadelphia is back into we're in the green phase, and I think they were saying like it's only sixteen cases a day that you know of coronavirus here in Philadelphia, and if that's the case, that's you know that's great that people are getting better, um, but I mean. I just feel like it's a fucking lie, though. But if you, I feel like it's a fucking lie, but bro. But see now, if you're looking at it by cases, I we gotta get to the actual facts, right? So if right. it's is it a person getting tested and then we mark that down as a case, and that person could be asymptomatic, or mark it down as a case, person got tested, he has the symptoms, and is really bad. No, we, and that's the problem. That's and, what's been happening and, a lot. People been people been uh, video calling their doctors, and their doctors are giving them diagnosis and telling them like, yeah, I think you do have it. Go ahead, stay home. Like, and it and it really doesn't have like people won't go out and get tested. Like, or uh, and this is the thing, really quick. You made a good point. You said cases are cases are getting better, right? Yeah. Philadelphia is opened up, right? Jeff Bezos hired some people to work for him, right? But then you have, uh, what what's the number now? Still, f- what four million people on unemployment? Yeah, like uh, it just don't make it make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what are we gonna do? How are we gonna, how are we gonna get people back into some type of normalcy? Like, and I think I think the, and this is what I have a problem with. You know, everybody says, oh, the president, the president, the president. I understand that. And I know we pay a federal tax. And that's what I'm looking at. Yeah. But before I pay a federal tax, I pay a state tax. Period. So my question is to the mayor and to the governor. Like, yeah. You guys govern your state. Your state Period. Yes. Right? Yes. So now, if we're looking to the president, then... Why am I why am I electing you every couple of years? So I think what happens is we don't the public specifically I'm just going to talk about specifically inner city uh people I'm not I I can't speak on people who live like in the middle of the country and stuff like that um but we do not get engaged in local politics like we should and you have people who are recumbents who've been sitting in these seats for years and years and years. And you have people, and this is this is where we're going to move into people, tribalism, when you have, like, doing away with political parties. Like, you should be voting in people not based off their political party. You need to be basing, basing it off of, like, what someone has to offer and, and then their plan. Because I can tell you right now, I know 101 people who can go outside and say all the things they can do to help fix Philadelphia, right? Or, or all the things that should be done to help fix Philadelphia, to help with the economics, to help with coronavirus, all of that. But nobody has a plan. Nobody listens to each other. We're so partisan. And if we bring it back to Donald, you know, Donald Trump, at the end of the day, he has a responsibility for all Americans. So when our local when, when like our local governments fail, the president who who is supposed to be the leader of this country needs to make an executive decision and be like, OK, American people are not doing well. Either we're the richest country in the world or they lied to us. 
And but he did he did say that we should open back up. We should have been open back up. And if you look at some some states like Florida, right, that open back up, and they they have a low. And then number. they close back. Then they close back down. They close back down because and Georgia too because of the number of cases people being tested. Right, and then but the because you can you can catch coronavirus again and still be asymptomatic. Right. So. Now that's why, like I said before, are we counting the people that are just being tested, mm-hmm. and we count it as case numbers, yeah. or people that actually have the symptoms that are actually sick, and that's actually a case itself? No, because... that's not a case. Like, and that's the blurry line. Like, if you go in and you test positive, then that's a case. That's a case. Yeah. Then, then of course the state is going to shut back down because now, if you get te- if fifty people get tested right and you say for example a building right i work at a beef plant here in pennsylvania and i think we have over 1500 employees yeah if all 1500 of us got tested today Mm -hmm. and results came back Mm -hmm. of half of us Mm -hmm. being positive Mm -hmm. we would have to shut the plant down right because it can't be can't be half of us doing all the jobs. Right. It's not. It's not possible. Right. Don't get me wrong. I I run a small department. I run a little crew with forklifts and pallet jacks, and so, I can run all day by myself. And I hear you. So but after one day, I'm tired. I can't do this every day. And I agree with you. And then that's how we should look at look. That's how we. If you're looking at your meat plant. Your meat plant versus all the citizens in the United States, and, right? So if we have more of our citizens testing positive and and they're staying are, home, right? Testing positive, staying home, getting better, right? And then we have people who just don't want to go get tested because they were instructed by their doctor that oh, you seem like you have the symptoms, mind you. What about the common cold? What about the flu? I think. What we, about allergies? I like, think we do away with. I think people forget about that. Yeah, no, we and you know what. It, it's strategic. They want people to live in fear. And I feel like, listen, nothing is by coincidence. Like, you can get anybody to do anything when you make them scared and you tell them that you're going to die. You can uh, get anybody sick when you don't know that you're sick. Agree. And this is what I tell people. Instead of, don't get me wrong, the news is good. I watch the news sometimes, uh, mainly for the weather. Right. <laughs> even sometimes I don't even trust that. Right, right, right. But you have to read... You gotta go out and read the facts for yourself. I agree. And then, and and stop looking at one news source. You yeah, know, a lot. You gotta multiple. Yeah. I feel like I feel like the uh maybe the the generation generation what is it? What uh, are they? Z. Gen X? Z. Gen yeah. Z. I don't think they've been taught like propaganda. Like they've only known social media. They've only known five second news clips. With sound bites, they don't know like your government will lie to you. They have lied to you. They have injected us in the past many, many times with things. You know, President Trump talking about before we go in and vote in November that there should be uh, a vaccine for this. Bro, it took them like how many years to get a polio vaccine? How many years to get a chickenpox vaccine? Like these things just don't happen over time. Like, and I, the reason I'm the reason I say that is because over the summer I read a really good book called War Against All Puerto Ricans. Right, just doing some self-seeking, some self-searching, trying to understand. Like Puerto Rico does have a lot of American history 
um, because of the American Spanish War, which had nothing to do with the Spanish. It just was a Puerto Rico versus big government in the United States at the time. And it goes on record, FBI files, that, you know, the United States government had intentionally poisoned Puerto Rican people, injected them with all types of things, uh, vaccines, testing on them. If you look up um, what happened in Ponce, how a doctor um, had, you know, was delivering healthy babies to healthy Puerto Rican women, but without their consent, he was giving them hysterectomies. And so they didn't know they're leaving the hospital with this new beautiful baby. And, you know, I think it affected over 90% of the island. Like that is, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is why people don't want to go and get good. This is why people don't want to get vaccinated. This is people don't trust the government. Like, and that same doctor, he later, he later was like, rewarded he they were like yeah would you like to come work for us in our like bioweapons engineering like because he was able to pretty much take advantage of women yeah. brown I mean, women poor women on the island now that that doctor i don't I i've never i gotta read into that yeah i wouldn't I will respect that doctor. Next time I gotta, I have to find his name. I should have, I should have found his but name. Like, but this is a fact. But it's like, you know, we take advice. Speaking about doctors, we take advice from Doctor Fauci, right? Right. A guy who hasn't seen a patient in over forty years. Right. That doesn't mean that he's still not practicing. Yeah. Learning, studying, but he had a lot of. This is the thing. Nobody is perfect. Fauci got a lot of shit wrong with the AIDS epidemic. Like people have to be held accountable. But what I'm saying is, who are we going to? Because I'm not taking no medical advice from the government. They're not doctors. Donald no, Trump so. is a is a con artist. He told you to drink bleach. <laughs> I, like I think people misinterpret that, but crazier bro, things. I mean, there's no way to France, misinterpret drink bleach. France. France told their people that snorting cocaine is not a cure to coronavirus. Right. Russia told them drinking amounts of alcohol, vodka, is not a cure to coronavirus. So, you know, I mean, we live in a generation, yeah, he might have says, oh, drink bleach. And I, I know that I read the full thing on it. Yeah. But we live in a generation where... Kids are eating Tide Pods without nobody telling them. So. Yeah, listen, 100%. But then you have the, the leader of the free world giving advice on national... Like, the world is looking at him right now telling his citizens, like, go ahead, you know, bleach might knock it right out of you. What? He's He lied. He, what he said? He said he was taking uh, something chlorophen or whatever. Hydrochloroquine. Yeah, like, and we know that's the, uh, that's the medication to treat... Um, like malaria yeah but my thing is like first he's so he said he wasn't sick and wasn't showing any symptoms but then you're taking a medication to prevent what if you're not sick that's not even for coronavirus but it tests prove that it does help multiple doctors do say and these doctors that it that is helped with what like cure it help with symptoms help with you know bringing it down and with your symptoms if you're really cold if it's like if you have like the cold like symptoms of right you know what i'm saying so it's and they discredit they even discredit these doctors too like some of them did you see there was like a news clip of these doctors i think they were 
I don't understand on Capitol Hill. Mm-hmm. I was like, and there was one, it was a black doctor. Yeah. Do you know all those videos are taken off of social media and. That's a that right there is a problem. And they're. And they were. That's suppressing freedom of speech. And they were saying the same thing that hydrochloroquine mm-hmm. does work. Right. This so, is and this is the thing we will never know. We will never we will know. We will never know. But you know what? And I think I think because it's like you said earlier, fear. When you implement fear, you take those videos away, and it's like, oh, that don't work, and right. coronavirus is going to kill you. I right. mean, which it can. I'm not this. Not people saying have died. People right. have died. But 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 I just want. You're right. People have died. People want to take this medication, but you know what? We're not talking about. You know what? They're not educating public health. That the public is that if you have a clean diet, vitamin C. If you're taking nutrients, if you're exercising, these are all things you can do to help prevent yourself and from having a low immune system, taking care of yourself to prevent you from being able to so, get these different viruses. So even that, you know, that... Uh, but we don't like to talk about that. No, because right? it's... You're right. Because there's, mon- cause there's money in sickness. Very. Big money at that. And it's like, when you stay at home... When you stay at home, when you're not getting the sun, when you're not exercising, your immune system goes down. Right. Yep. So now you're more acceptable to to coronavirus. You're more acceptable to the common cold. Right. So even when they say, oh, if you have um, underlying illnesses, like, that, listen, if you have underlying, underlying illnesses, you can get sick with anything. Yes. Right? But the thing is... Americans are unhealthy. We're overweight. We're tired. We're emotionally, mentally, physically exhausted. We have no leadership. There's no public health. We don't have insurance for everybody. Like, that's a problem. And I think... That all ties into it. There's money with keeping... There's money with keeping people sick. And there's money with keeping people poor. Like... Because it drives a narrative. Right. Oh... This party can help you. This we can help you. We can do this. We can do that. It's like, well, show show right. me something. Don't. You can talk a big game, but you gotta prove it. So my question to you is, my question to you is, do you think that in the twenty first century, I'm talking about twenty twenty one going forward, when we think about the state of like our democracy, in the United States. Do you think that we have come to a time where we need to start looking, we need to do away with political parties because people become tri- tribal. And let me tell you, black and brown people have been, and, I've, I have, and I'm one of them, who have voted Democrat all, all their lives and the Democratic Party has done what for them? Economically, what? To be honest with you? Yeah, go for it. Nothing. Right. The only, I can honestly say, but let the me, only... let me wait, wait, wait. Let me let me just say this too. Yeah. The for the people that are in the middle of the country that vote, that vote Republican, I'm talking to I'm talking to you know the poor white people, poor white people who are living in the middle of the country with no health insurance, no jobs, no infrastructure. What has the Republican Party done for you? Well, I think the Republican Party does. It's more for the people. It's fine. It's and you know it's more conservative and I, people know me know I'm conservative, 
right. because of my views, my right. beliefs, right. and stuff like that. And right, and I'm progressive, but and that's fine. But I do have conservative values. That's the thing. It's not a a a, a, a shoe fit all one one size yeah. fit all situation. Like there needs to be balance. Okay, go but, ahead. And it has to be, you know. And it's the Democratic Party. I only person that's actually done anything for the people was JFK. Okay. If you look at it, right? Okay. When he passed the uh I'm I'm listening. <laughs> there's a bill that he passed. I forgot what it was. Okay. And it and it helped the black community. Okay. But what people didn't know We need to find the name of it. We need Yes, I guys this is this is this is the first episode going for like going forward. We're gonna have like a laptop and all that other cool shit. I wanna have my iPad with Yeah, me. we're gonna come with facts next time. And uh so But how did he help the black community? JFK. I, I forgot what it was and forgive me guys, I <laughs> this is our first time and we're totally unprepared. But it's good to have good conversations. Right. It's it's good to at least start somewhere with the but, dialogue. So the bill that he passed yeah. that helped uh, the black America. Yeah. When he put the bill in, yeah. did you know that the Democratic Party the the Democratic Party yeah. in the Senate voted against it and a Republican Party yeah. passed it. Right. Because they had majority vote. Right. So I think people forget that. And it's like it's not trying to say I'm trying to push political parties no, on people. No, no, yeah. But it's like it's like what you said. What has the Democratic Party done? Yeah, what have they done? So JFK, he made the bill that he died. Mm-hmm. So he, his well, vice, he was, he was he was assassinated, murdered. I like to use that word. Murdered, yeah. Yeah. He was assa- I feel like when we say assassinated, it's like a pretty word. I feel like when you say murdered, killed, being straight up. Yeah, he was I murdered. feel like. It paints a clearer picture. He was taken out. But then... By our his, government. His vice president... <laughs> Go ahead. Took over. Right. And that bill still passed. Right. He was Democrat. Right. But the Republican... Right. Passed that. Right. Passed the bill. Passed the right. bill. And I think we forget that. But then... Looking at it from then... And I think that's where everybody... Gets their tribalism, you think? Yeah, minority. If you're a minority, oh, gotta vote Democrat now so, because of this and the third. So, let me, so I agree with you. Go ahead. Because if you look at it, uh, Abraham Lincoln, yeah, was a Republican president, right? And the, freed the slaves. And I just want to tell you, most most black people and most Puerto Rican people were initial were initially republic. We made a large part of the Republican Party. Yes, and that that changed. Uh, with a, a history of things, mostly being like when uh, people of color were allowed to be free, right? Things had like they went. Th- that's why they were republic, Republican, right? Then you have like the you know the the war that happened between the Confederate and the United States, and you know yeah. that you know then then you have a then you have a change. You had the migration of people 
uh, living in the south or living in the island now moving to the west coast to the east coast to the middle of the more, country more right yeah. um but you know what the demo you know what democrats and republicans they're the same people in different colors like they're the same people in different colors i think we gotta move past political parties we have to be we have to be a I think have the same values without without clumping it into this tribalism because I know people who will only vote Democrat and don't know anybody on the Democratic ticket. Yeah, and then, but like, big shout out to I don't know if she'll ever hear this. Big shout out to Candace Owens. Candace Owens. Okay. I love her. Okay. She is an intelligent black woman, and she would just and I I like her because she spit facts. Okay. And let me tell you, she may speak like she knows the history of how things have happened, but she to me, Candace Owens does have a really, um, to me, my opinion does not always have a realistic view of like the other side. And don't get me wrong, I think I think Candace Owens is for black people. I think she loves black people. I believe she loves black people. I believe she wants better things for black people but she also lives in like this i'm sorry when i hear her talk sometimes i just think that it's some cool cool ass shit like when we're talking about climate change when we're talking about police reform like her views to me and it might be that because of her political party how she was raised it's it's you know to me it could be a bunch of things she like, was democrat at first I think we all were Democrat at first. And I think sometimes, naturally, as human beings, what we do when we find out, like for me, when you find out that something isn't uh, what you thought it was, you start going into this deep, dark rabbit hole trying to find the truth, right? So you start adopting other things in life. And I think that's where she is. I say in 10 years, she won't be a Republican. In 10 years, Candace Owens will be something different. Maybe she won't even subscribe to a political party. She Maybe, might just be independent. Or she might just, she might prescribe to the People Party, like, like everyday working people, everyday American people, everyday just free free American people. Oh, really quick because I know that we said we were gonna cut it short. Yeah. Yeah, and we're gonna definitely be more prepared next time. But I do want to hit this one last thing because I feel like this is something that me and you probably agree more than disagree. And I love your views. I love that we can. We have different views. Have a civil conversations. Yeah, I love it. Point. Really quick. Right now, um, ISIS is doing, like, what is it called? ISIS is right now at the border, like, doing illegal... Human trafficking? No, not not probably that, too. I haven't looked into that. But, like, um, hysterectomies on these brown women coming in as refugees from other places. Illegal. I have, I have not read on that. I gotta... Bruh. It's dark. I got to read on that. It's dark. There's a whistleblower. Lady came out. Black lady came out and she said, I'm a target now, but I'll be the target for all the right things, you know, before I sit back and watch something inhumane and cruel happen. Let's not forget there were internment camps in the United States. They did it to the Japanese. They did it to black people. They did it to Puerto Rican people. And right now we have brown people at the border, kids in cages for three years, sleeping on the floor. They're in a warehouse, in a cage, sleeping on the floor. I just don't believe that this is like this was never supposed to be that like this country is based off of we wanted immigrants to come you, here you know like, all that yeah put into like the, the kids the cages and yeah. stuff like that yeah you know all that was made under the obama administration yeah 
And that's some fuck shit. Listen, I don't give a f- Let me tell you something. I used to really be a big supporter of Obama. And, and I voted him in twice. Because I believed at that time. This is what I'm saying. Ten years later, you start to look at things differently. You can look in hindsight. There are things that Obama did that were great. But there are things that are questionable. And I think that's under every and any presidency. Like, yeah. But my thing is... President Trump had an obligation to protect the American people, not just him, but everybody who took an oath to be a patriot first and a politician second, have watched kids sit in cages, sick kids, kids with autism, kids with special needs, small children who haven't been in contact with their parents for over three years. Like, I don't. So what happens? So what do we do? That's a tough is that one. is that a is that a Republican issue or is it a Democratic issue? That's a that's a yeah. That's a human issue. It's a human issue, bro. That we have to we have to work on. We have to. Why do you, why don't you think that the American public has gone down like like the Million Man March and demand better treatment? For these children and for these women and for these immigrants. Let me tell you, because walking from Venezuela to the Mexican border to cross the United States, let me tell you, that's some that's some gangster ass shit. That's some that is when you're running from despair. Because I don't know anybody who's gonna walk. I don't even walk to the corner store sometimes. Like I don't know who's walking country to country in the midst of a global pandemic. In the midst of brutality in the midst of the world leader the american world leader saying that rapists mexicans are rapists saying they're coming here to take their job there are no fucking jobs there are no fucking jobs well, not like, right now right, there were no fucking jobs then like let I me mean, tell you. i don't i don't know because the economy that he inherited from obama that's let's no nah, not he really. did not donald trump did not build this economy by himself this was a, a a lag of what happened under the Obama administration. But it doesn't matter today because today there are more people unemployed now than during the Great Depression. I don't know because Obama, he taxed big companies and stuff like that. And I think if when you, when you don't tax big companies uh-huh. and it trickles down, right? Right. Because I know when I was... Before I became a supervisor, now mm-hmm. when I was a team lead and I was a regular employee, yeah. When when the economy was bad, we wasn't getting hours. We wasn't like when I, every time I made overtime, they would complain to my supervisor and my supervisor would be like, "Hey, now you gotta come in later, and we I'm only getting thirty two hours a week." Wow. Now, well, before this. Before the pandemic? Before the pandemic. Now it was like, before the pandemic, I mean, I had employees making 60, 70 hours a week, and the yeah. company was like, okay. Okay. That's what's up. And we're getting bonuses. And right. Because it's like. Because people were buying food. Not just that. <laughs> people not, buying meat. Not just that, because now when you don't tax big companies, yeah. they have all this extra money. When they have all this extra money, now it's like. We could put it in a new building. Stocks. Stocks. Supervisors get bonuses. Employees get raises. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not ashamed to say this, but my team lead makes more money than I do. Yeah. And that's fine. Right. He's worked hard, and my team lead does everything for me. Right. I do the mental part. He right. does the physical part. Right. But he was making more money than I am. Yeah. That's good because the economy's doing great. Right. Wait. Now or then? N- now. Even now. It's just the economy. When the pandemic hit, the economy went down. Because right. nobody's working. Right. Now it's slowly going back up. Okay. So, you know, I... Is, are, is it? Yeah. Oh, is it because we're opening back up? Opening back so up. So small businesses hopefully can back, get back into the swing of things? Yes. Or are we talking about... Because I don't know any small businesses that are going to be able to open up right away. I think... Uh, is this like big corp... Like big... No, small businesses. Okay. Like, you know, small mom and pop restaurants that are still out there doing out... Because they even they went out outside seating now. Right. I, I was going to say, I feel like since the pandemic, people have taken a step back and they're like, you know what? I have to support my local businesses. I will buy from a small business. I will buy from an entrepreneur because I'd rather my money go there because at the end of the day, these small businesses actually pay their taxes. And when you look at an Amazon and a Jeff Bezos who made $10 billion off of a pandemic, oh, Jeff, my but, man, if you but, hear this. But if you look at pay it, your taxes, bro. But the you, American people need it. But if you look at it, you go support these small businesses, right? Right. So now they're booming. Right. Thank God. Right. Yeah. Where do you think they buy their equipment and all their stuff from? They're probably buying it from Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. So now everything works hand in hand. This is why you gotta right. This is why we have to break up these big tech companies. These big like Amazon. There has to be listen. If Am who nobody nobody's what who is competing with Amazon? Nobody. So that's a problem. Except for Disney, Disney makes a lot. Of, but but Disney, but Disney doesn't give us our equipment. It doesn't give no. us our goods and shipments. Like it's just Amazon, and that's cool. Shout out, to Jeff, great. Like, but you need to pay your taxes, bro. Now, if there was a competition to an Amazon, I don't know what that name would be, but <laughs> whatever it would be, Amazon, the it's, better version, whatever. Right now, you have a competitor. You know what I'm saying, like. It can't be monopolized. We can't just go to one source for everything. That's not that's that's not healthy. But people, but for people, capitalism. But people also, people also sell sell through Amazon too. Right, as a vendor. Don't yeah, forget. So, but Amazon, Amazon, Amazon likes to make sure that they get their cut, right? Oh, absolutely. From their vendor, right? So the American people should also be getting a cut of a ten billion dollar profit. During a pandemic, pay your tax. Stephanie pays her taxes. Stephanie works for a nonprofit. I don't make money. Well, you have, yeah. I pay him. He should pay him. Because the thing is, you can say, oh, but that's what he has all his accountants for, so that that way he doesn't have to pay those taxes. Well, if you don't want to pay taxes to live in the, the freest country in the world, go live somewhere the fuck else and not pay taxes there. But I think his business won't be as booming. Amazon is global. They'll be fine somewhere else. But he's based here in the United States. Right. And he should be a patriot. He's a, listen, you're an American, bro. You're an American. (laughs) And you don't pay your taxes. You're gross. You're gross. You have a billion dollars. Billion. You'll never be able to spend that money in your lifetime. You're hoarding wealth. You don't pay your taxes. You're gross. And I stand on that. Hey, but he... 
He's just as bad as he's just as bad as when we talk about people who who uh, do welfare fraud and steal stamps and cash and all that other shit. You're just as bad as them. You're just as bad. Pay your fucking taxes. This is why we need small government. That's why I like the Republican Party. This, it's I don't we like, the people, not we the government. The Republican Party is not we the people. Yeah, I... I think they probably used to feel that way and maybe used to stand on that, but the Republican Party that's sitting in Senate and Congress right now are unrecognizable. Unrecognizable. Things have changed. These are not the same people. No, none of the Republican Party has not come against Trump about any of the vicious, cruel things that he has said. The spirit of this country is gone. There are, there are people having race wars because your president has called it the Chinese flu. Your president has... That's, that's ridiculous. Like, this is not the Chinese flu. This is... A human, a human, a, a human. I mean, where did it like, come from? It, all right, so it came from there, but what if it came from here? Then when people yeah. said this American, it's this Ameri- uh, this American, it's American flu. Uh, we gotta, we, you know, I listen, I hear it because that's how we've been trained to think. But at some point, we have to evolve our, our, our consciousness and our way of thinking and stop thinking tribal and thinking everybody. Because at the end of the day, if shit really went wrong, I'm never gonna look at you like you're a Republican. I'm gonna look at you like you're my fucking brother. Yeah. You're my human partner in this in this thing, this one chance of life. We gotta ride it out to the end, bro. And I could give a fuck. I don't I could give I wouldn't give a shit who you pray to. I wouldn't give a shit what you ate. I wouldn't give a shit who you voted for. Cause at the end of the day, I need people here with me to get through this. The leader of the free world does not have that type of energy. He has not given any hope to any of us. We're wrapping it up, bro? Yeah, I think it's time to wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is good. This is good. Good practice, right? Yeah. All right, you guys. This is not the end of the podcast. We're going to bring some video to you guys soon. Um, and we're definitely going to be coming more and more prepared. But, you know. Hopefully with a new setup and everything. Yeah. This Visual, is live stream and everything. So. All right. All right, everybody. Have a good night. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into the Loud Mom Podcast. Until the next time we share this space together, stay free.